Classic Naidu East Coast Radio. Hi, East Coast Radio. Um, it's Gerard Tronia, uh, the grandson of the 97 bandit. So, yeah, on the 18th of June, uh, around quarter to two in the morning, my granddad stole, in inverted commas, stole the, stole the motorbike on his way to Namibia. So how this unfolded, um, I, I was actually sleeping at that stage, yeah, obviously, and I, I suddenly woke up with the, with the noise of the quad bike, and then it died again, and, they, the, and then the quad bike started again. And what it ran through my head, it was like, is someone stealing the bike? Is it my stepdad getting on the bike to go and go with the spotlight and, and just look if the cat and horses are fine or what? And so I got up and I went to the front door and I, and I looked through the window and I saw, oh goodness, Opa. And I shouted like, oh, f it's Opa. The first thing that came through my head is, listen, um, run through the kitchen go through the garage door it's going to be the fastest so i got through i ran and i opened the garage door and like you could see it looked like i'm going through the doggy door but it was actually the garage door that didn't want to open fast enough and so i had to slip through like a, an old or a young jason statham so yeah at that moment i was just thinking yes i hope Opa, because I, I while i was running i didn't know where where he was at already um going through my head um Maybe he's going to accelerate into the fence or maybe into the gate poles or whatever. And as soon as I got out of the door, I saw, yes, he's still, I can still catch him. And so I ran like, like flash and, <laughs> but in my underwear, I didn't have time to get anything. So I just ran um, barefoot on the gravel that was hurting me. So eventually I was, while I was running, I was shouting. I was like screaming at him like, Opa, Opa, but... He won't hear me because at 97 years old, he's actually got a hearing aid and with the noise of the bike, yeah, that's impossible. So I caught up with him and, and when I caught up with him, he was actually on his way through the gate. So it looked like he w would have made it <laughs> to Namibia. Um, but I caught up with him and I, I stopped him and I switched off the bike immediately, took the key and, uh, and I'm like, Opa, want to gaan Opa? And he just looks at me he say, and, he, and he almost shouts back as well, Grensplas. And I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, I've never heard that farm name, etc. So I said to him, Opa, come, let's go. And yeah, all of this happened in Afrikaans now. But I said to him, come, it's cold. And why are you doing this? Let's go, get, get off the bike. And obviously we struggled a bit there because I still can't believe that he actually got on the bike. At that age, he, sometimes I need to assist him to get up from a chair. And um, I mean, he can't even lift his legs that high. Or So yeah, we eventually got off the bike and on the way back, we walked on the gravel. And just to keep in mind, <laughs> he did this, all of this without his spectacles, without shoes and without his walking stick and um, without his kiri. So yeah, it's quite amazing that he actually got onto the bike. So we went back and we started walking back on the gravel and he said to me, oh, it's, it's hurting my feet. And I said, yes, mine as well. Let's move through the grass. And while we're walking back, I'm asking him, why? What, what did you do? What did you think? And obviously I'm worried. And we get back to the flat eventually. So <laughs> my parents obviously got a fright as well. But when they saw his say, they started laughing. And my mother brought my um, uh, jacket for me. So, yeah. And I sat down in front of him uh, while he was sitting on a bed and I asked him, Opa, where were you going? And he said to me, Grensplas. And then I looked at my mother and my mother laughing said to me, no, it's his old family farm 
on his mother's side. So he was on his way there. And then I, I looked at him and I said to him, Opa, what you just did now is very irresponsible and it's very dangerous. And for five seconds he kept staring at me and he was like, yes, that is gevaarlijk. Because I asked him and I said to him in Afrikaans, Opa, what Opa nou gedoen het, is gevaarlijk and unverantwoordelijk. And his reply was, yes, that is gevaarlijk. And then we got him back into bed and <laughs> after the fright and everything, we started laughing and then we all went to bed again. And John, yeah, at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, I just heard my, my, my stepdad and mother laughing so hard that I couldn't sleep and I went to see what they were doing and they were actually looking at the cameras on how everything happened and unfolded and how it looked. So yeah, that's where we are, where I realized, you know, the people's going to have to see this. But the fact that he actually got on the bike and actually could start it, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. Um, because the video is actually a bit longer. Um, he was struggling for two minutes, let's say, on the bike to get it started. You can see him fiddling with the keys and the, 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 the buttons, etc. And just before he starts it, you can see he actually takes the bike out of reverse and puts it into low range. Luckily, he puts it into low range. Otherwise, he would have gone through the garage door if, it, if he kept it in reverse. But yeah, it's <laughs> it was a very funny story. I mean, still, yeah, yeah it's just un unbelievable at, at that age of 97 what, what he did. Because he's, he's, he never pulled a stunt like this ever before. And he's been staying with my parents now since 2014, I think. Yeah, he's, he's got Alzheimer's. Um, so obviously... He, he, every day is a new day for him. He doesn't remember as soon as he went to bed and wake up again. Um, sometimes we have to explain to him again, listen, you are here now, you're not in Namibia or wherever. Um, sometimes he talks about the war as well, because he was part of, uh, he was an officer and he was part of the Second World War. And at that stage, he actually was farming in Namibia on his farm in Urwoud, in the Awop. And then he became an officer and went back to farming again, etc. So yeah, he, he actually had a, he's got a strong mechanical acumen, and um, I think we all think that's why he got the bike started because he, he each like I said each day is a new day for him. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's <laughs> it's not easy to look after someone with Alzheimer's, but he, he puts a lot of smiles on our faces. Uh, sometimes we think what because every day he does something that we just think why. What is going through his head? Why is he doing it? Because sometimes he thinks he's in Namibia on the farm and then he wants to go and milk the cows and then he wants to go to, the, to see his goats, etc. So, yeah, I mean, we have, every time we need to explain to him, listen, you're not there anymore. But yeah, he's got a, still at his age, he's got a, a nice sense, sense of humor. Even though he's got Alzheimer's, he's quite bright. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the first time. Sometimes he gets into the bucky because we need to lock the buckies as well. Sometimes he gets into the bucky and just sits there. Doesn't try to start it, but yeah, um, no, it's, it's, it's real funny. But yeah, my opa, now he's keeping us busy and keeping us young. Um, but yeah, that's basically what happened. Fig Night Do, weekdays 1 to 4 p.m. East Coast Radio.